I, I, I maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Siren, it's time for Frank's Power Play. And Frank, welcome back. We had a power play a couple weeks ago. Now we're back at it with it for getting into the regular season. Go ahead, Frank. Alrighty, Derek, and we'll start with my rundown of the divisions. I'll start with the Atlantic Division. Here's how I think here's the teams that I think will make the playoffs this year. The Lightning win the division, followed by the Maple Leafs, which will be a tight battle because those two teams have very explosive offenses. The Lightning, obviously, with Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, Tyler Johnson, among others. And the Leafs, who have added John Tavares to their mix with Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and others. The Boston Bruins, I think, will finish in third place, even though... Defenseman today, Nochara, still playing, and Father Time is catching up with them. And the Florida Panthers, I think, might be a surprise in the Atlantic. They will finish in fourth place, get a wild card spot. They just kind of missed out last year, but I think Alexander Barkov now being named captain, another year under his belt. He's going to have a great year. So. That's, I think, they get in, and then the rest of the division will be Sabres, Canadians, Red Wings, Senators. I'm not picking the Red Wings to finish last, even though they may be a complete dumpster fire. The Ottawa Senators are a nuclear waste dump. <laughs> Over in the Metropolitan Division, this is kind of tough to pick because this division is pretty balanced, at least from a competitive standpoint. So I kind of just had to draw a name out of the teams I thought would be in the playoffs, and I drew the Pittsburgh Penguins, David the Man got Harris' team. They end up winning the division, followed by the reigning Stanley Cup champion, Washington Capitals. I don't know how much of a hangover they're going to have after winning the Stanley Cup. I think they will, but it, I don't know if it's going to keep them out or not. The Columbus Blue Jackets I have finishing in third place, which the hockey news in their yearbook, which I have purchased recently, had the Blue Jackets fishing in first. I'm not really sure about that just yet, but I think they're going to be in the thick of the race. And then I think the Carolina Hurricanes take a step forward and finally get over the hump. New coach Rod Brindamore down in Carolina, former Hurricane, won a Stanley Cup with the team in 2006 as a player. Carolina's got some young talent, especially on their blue line. I think they finally crack. They get over the hump and get in. Rest of the Metro, New Jersey Devils, I think I hated to put them out, but they may have just been a one-hit wonder. Philadelphia Flyers, I don't know. I'm not putting them there because of their scary-looking mascot, Gritty. I don't know. 
coolest thing of that. But I just think that they're going to fall off. Then followed by both New York teams, the Rangers and Islanders, who on long. In the city of New York, it's going to be rough for hockey fans. Over in the Central Division on the West, in the Western Conference, I have the Winnipeg Jets winning that division. This is a team that I've said all along. They had to trust the process. They had to go in the tank for a while. They have a lot of draft picks and prospects. Those kids have played. They've gotten better. And last year, it really paid dividends where they got to the conference finals before losing to the Vegas Golden Knights. Patrick Laine, one of the top goal scorers in the league. I believe he finished second to Alexander Ovechkin for the Rock Richard Trophy last year. More on Mr. Laine in a moment. Followed by the National Predators, who have who are coming off of uh, winning the division last year, but they lost to the Jets in the first round. I think they'll probably take a little bit of a step back, but not too much. The St. Louis Blues, they really shook their roster up last season. So I think they turn it around. They get back to the playoffs this year. And the Colorado Avalanche, who were a huge surprise last year, some say they're a one-hit wonder. I say, no, I don't think they're going anywhere. They'll get in as a wild card. Rest of the Central, which again, this is another top, this is another very and I mean very brutal division. The Dallas Stars, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, which uh, the Hockey News says they're going to finish last in the division. They say Father Time is catching up with them, and they really don't have a lot of depth outside of their top two lines. And the Minnesota Wild will probably finish in last, although they do have a new GM in Paul Fenton who comes over from Nashville. But he didn't really make too many changes in the offseason. Over in the Pacific Division, I've got the San Jose Sharks, who, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, traded for defenseman Eric Carlson from the Ottawa Senators. Now you have Carlson and Brent Burns, two Norris Trophy-caliber defensemen on your blue line. I think they're going to get a lot of offense from back there. Plus, you have guys like... Joe Pavelski, who can still score goals. Joe Thornton, who still probably has one decent year left in the tank. This will probably be his final year here in San Jose. He might hang it up. The Vegas Golden Knights, who shell-shocked everybody last year, myself included, when they basically came from absolutely nothing and got to the Stanley Cup final where they lost the Capitals. I think the Knights are legitimate contenders. Will Carlson, who just recently got re-signed to a pretty good deal there. Marc-Andre Fleury, David's boy in that. I think they'll, they won't win the division. I think San Jose will be a little bit better, but I don't think Vegas is going anywhere. They're far behind anytime soon. Calgary Flames, I think, will make the leap back to the postseason. And Bill Peters takes over a team. Name after he got ran out of Carolina. He does have a couple of pieces with him. He brought essentially brought Noah Hampton, who they traded for, defenseman in Carolina, who I thought was pretty solid. He'll help Flames Blue Line plus the real deal, James Neal. He's in Calgary after helping the Golden Knights to a Cup final last year. 
And of course, I'm out of time to play the hockey game. If they had them winning the Pacific Division, I'm not so sure about that just yet because the one area that does concern me is goaltending. Mike Smith is 37, and their backups are relatively unproven, but I think Calgary has a good year, finishes third. And the Edmonton Oilers rebound from last year's disastrous campaign where the bottom fell out and many people had them tagged as a cup contender. Well, I think they rebound. Conor McDavid, as long as he's there, they're gonna be they're gonna be in most games. And plus guys like Leon Dreisidel are gonna contribute as well. I think he's gonna have enough he's gonna be better. And I think Cam Talbot, who had a rough year, I think he can uh, for Anchor well, breaking up. Oh, sorry. Okay, uh, I say the Anaheim Ducks will be the first team on the outside looking in, followed by the Los Angeles Kings, Arizona Coyotes, and the Vancouver Canucks will round out the Pacific. And now we'll go to my picks for individual awards. Dude, how you gonna do? How you gonna do? How you gonna do individual awards already, though, Frank? I mean, it, it, it's the preseason, well, it's pre-season prediction. It's just my, who, I, who I think is going to win it at the end of the year. Oh, okay. This, right. Yeah. Okay. So for the Hart Trophy, at least most valuable player, I'm going with Patrick Lyde, who I'm also picking to win the Rocket Richard Trophy. In a close battle where they will be going back and forth for the lead in goals scored. The only problem is I don't think NBC will bother to market it, but that's another topic for another time. Art Ross Trophy, Connor McDavid will keep that. That Norris Trophy goes to Eric Carlson, one of the best defensemen in the league, even though he, <laughs> some say he's not the best guy in the team, but I digress. Best of Trophy will go to Connor Hellebuck of the Jets, who he really had a great year last year. He was a finalist for the award. Jack Adams Trophy goes to Bill Peters, the coach of the Flames, until he'll get the Flames back in the playoffs in his first year. And the Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year. I'm actually picking somebody from my deadbeat Detroit Red Wings, and that's Philip Zadina. This guy who I've said on the show has swagger, he's got moxie, and he, I seriously think he could be the NHL's version of Baker Mayfield with the way he plays the game and plays hard and it's a competitive guy and has a chip on his shoulder, I think he'll get the Calder Trophy this year. And he'll be the low bright spot for the Red Wings who are going to be downright awful. You think but, so? They're going to be awful? Yeah, they're... Yeah, I do. Most in part because they don't have a single top 50 player, according to the hockey news, which I've always said is the, NA, the NHL's Bible. So they, but again, I think they can become, they have guys who can become top 50 players. Dylan Larkin, I think, could be, although, and I've said he'll probably be the next captain with Zetterberg gone. And plus, Sedina, I think, is going to, he's going to win Calder this year. Michael Raspison, who was their top draft pick in 2017, he's probably going to, they're saying he's going to be on the team this year, and he's really, he improved his game a lot since he was drafted. Whatever said, all all he could do is score like 
two feet from the net. He's gotten a lot better. And plus, you have guys like Dennis Chalowski on defense, who I ripped them to shreds for taking him. He has clearly gotten better as well, shown a lot of improvement. And so, I mean, I think the Red Wings this year, with the amount of youth that they're expected to play, I mean, they're not, I don't think they're going to be good, but I, I also think they're good. But I think at the same time, they're going to be somewhat entertaining. So maybe they're, so I think they're might, that might maybe tune in a little bit more than I did last year. But well, I don't think it's good, but I don't, I'm not expecting them to get back to the playoffs this year. They've got them. There's a lot of work that needs to be done on, and plus, as I mentioned, Steve Eiserman allegedly is going to be coming in next year, and Ted Holland is a late duck as a GM. There's a lot that's got to happen. Frank, you're, you're, you're going out. Where are you at, man? Are you at home? Are you driving? Or I, mean, I am right now. I'm, head, I'm actually headed towards home. No, oh, okay, Frank. Well, you got to repeat yourself because you're right there. You, 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 you crapped out. You got about roughly five, ten minutes. Okay, as I as I was saying, the Red Wings they've got their blue their defense their defenseman core is pretty weak, probably near the bottom of the barrel of the league. So there's a lot of work that's got to be done there. Whether it's guys you drafted who are going to come in and make it better, or if you make some moves via trade or even in free agency, there's a lot of there's a lot of work that has to be done and. And there will be more on other changes coming up in a second. But as for who gets to play for Lord Stanley, out of the East, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning. They win the East over, we'll say, David Vanagot Harris, Pittsburgh Penguins in the East Final. And the Winnipeg Jets will come out of the West over the Vegas Golden Knights in a rematch of last year's West Final where it will be the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup for the first time since 2004 as they win one for the Gipper with Steve Eiserman leaving the organization at the end of the season. Now, bear in mind, I did pick the Jets to win the West. Again, I'm referencing the hockey news. They actually said back in 2015 that the Jets would win the Stanley Cup in 2019. Kind of similar to what Sports Illustrated did with the Houston Astros. I believe it was in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, it, could, it could have been, but keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was kind of tempted to go with the Jets as well, but I said, you know, I think, I think Tampa realized that Eisman's going. I think they might they might do a win one for the Gipper. Send them out with a Stanley Cup ring and say, thank you for everything you've done. Fun. Good luck going back home. And send them off. So, and then also, my hot coaches who are on the hot seat, I think I've done this in previous season previews. In no particular order, Jeff Blaschel, who's in the final year of his contract in Detroit, and the team hasn't gotten any, hasn't really shown improvement, at least in the win column since he's gotten there. But then again, 
we won't have Henrik Zetterberg trying to be like LeBron James and run the team. So who knows? Maybe that might help. It might be a good thing for him. But that remains to be seen. If they get off to another bad start, don't be shocked to see Dan Bilesma, who was brought in as an assistant, take over. Also, Todd McClellan in Edmonton after the Oilers bottomed out last year in a disastrous fashion. If they stink up the joint again, I think he probably gets the boot in midseason. Claude Julian in Montreal, which that place is getting kind of toxic as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Montreal cleans house. Dave Haxtell in Philadelphia. If I don't have the Flyers making it this year, if they miss, I think it could be adios for him. Bruce Boudreaux in Minnesota, I don't think will last very long. Because I have Wild missing the playoffs. Randy Carlisle, I think uh, they have run his course in Anaheim. I think he's probably a goner. And then also Joel Quenville of the Blackhawks. If they stick up, I know, I think he kind of gets a pass because the Blackhawks did have a lot of injuries last year. But again, if they go and stick up joining in or left out, I think Quenville might be sent packing in Chicago. But he might lay on his feet somewhere else. Do you think so? And, After all that success they've had, you, well, well, Derek, I've, I've said I've said it on this show, and I mean, it's pretty much true in any sport. It's it's a what have you done for me lately business. I mean, yeah, Quenville's got three Stanley Cup rings as the head coach in Chicago, but since then it's been bouncing playoffs first round in 2016, bouncing the playoffs. They got swept out in 2017 and then last year they don't even come close and it's highly doubtful that a fourth year of not making it or getting bounced in the first round is going to be tolerated by Stan Bowman and Rocky Wirtz and the rest of the front office there well then think about this though that they haven't been able you know with the NHL I guess bargaining rules. I mean, you can't really build a dynasty in the NHL once you win a cup. It's almost like you're going to have some some cap casualties. And this usually happens with a few teams. You know, they, they might get a good run here and there, and then after that, they completely fall on their face. Is that really Quinville's fault? Well, I, I see what you're getting at, but I think the expectation is remain, remain you have to at least be challenging. Be, be competitive, be in the hunt and not get and not go and go and fall flat your face in the first round because it was two it was I think it was 2017 they got swept they didn't just get swept by the predators the Nashville Predators they got thoroughly dominated yeah but that they was also a, but you got to admit Frank that was also a year that they didn't expect to be that well they didn't expect to be the number one seed they thought that would actually be their rebuilding year where they weren't going to make the playoffs. And the young talent kind of stepped up, and then they regressed the next year. So I kind of don't give. I I'll, I'll kind of throw out 2017. Now 2018 was bad, but 2017, no one expected the Blackhawks to be the number one seed in the conference. Yeah, but I. But again, I think also if they get, if they end up, if they do end up sticking up the joint again this year, I wouldn't be completely surprised to see. Stan Bowman do something to shake the tree. I think the only guys he does not move at all are John 
Taves and Patrick Kane. Right, and Crawford will be yeah, out for a while. Yeah, Cro well, Crawford's got his health issues, and I've, I mean, I've, I've heard some people say that his career could be in jeopardy. Okay, one minute, I mean, Frank. Have, one minute. They did bring Cam Ward in to be a stop, yeah, but Cam Ward is not the Cam Ward he was from 12 years ago when he won a cup in Carolina. Oh, well, that third string guy they brought in last year who came out and, you know, played for Western Michigan and, you know, uh, and then they got uh, in. You know, yeah, I do, I do know about him, but I'm not – but I don't think he's gonna be, end up having to be in an everyday NHL starter. I mean, that was a, that was a great story and all, but mm -hmm. it was it was just that it was just a great story. I mean, right. it's not like he came in and had to start. He backstopped them to a, a decent finish to the regular season or anything like that. But that'll do it for my power play on this Friday, the twenty eighth day of September in the year of our Lord. 2018 season preview. Did you say on Saturday or what? I said Friday. Yeah, well, remember, the show is taped and we go on yeah. Saturday. We're, we're not live ah, in the studio. Sorry. Once again, Frank, you love, you forget. You always forget that, Frank. That's a big, big thing. Uh, okay, well, uh, Saturday is the day September. That old good old NHL horn for you. All right, Frank, what you got going on for the weekend? Well, I've got a rough youth football on Saturday, and then probably just watching some. I just watching some college football all on afterwards, and then probably watch some NFL on Sunday, which. I think we can say a Thursday night football is actually entertaining now. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. But, you know, once again, reffing the kids, Frank. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't a good entertaining game between the Vikings and the, the Rams on Thursday night. And it got down to the, the, to the, to the wire. And, uh, like I said, this weekend I'll be out of town for the Ohio High School Basketball Coaches Clinic. So, and actually I'll be in Michigan around your way up in Rochester. Well, not around your way, but up in Rochester next weekend. So, the next two shows... Actually, the next three, this one, next week, and then the week after, I'll be in Cincy for another coach's clinic. So three tape shows for you before we can probably get back in the studio. Hopefully, we'll be in the new studio by then. Hopefully. Crossing fingers, but we've been saying that for over a year now. Yeah, I can't wait to get back in and actually do a show in studio. Oh, and plus, high school football season in Michigan is now in week six. So is Ohio. Yeah, I know that. I know that the Central Catholic Whitmer is this week. That should be a great game. Mm -hmm. And then I, I'll obviously have a onset at Dundee. Dundee's homecoming. Dundee's lost a couple of tough ones lately, and they're trying to avenge uh, losing a close one at Onset last year. Right. Yeah, that is true. Well, Frank, thanks for calling in, man. Um, once again, uh, always a, a pleasure. And, uh, you know, like I said, have a good weekend. And, you know, ref the games and make sure you don't quit. I saw the article you posted with refs quitting. All righty. Yep. Thank you very much, Derek. All right, man. Take it easy. That was Frank. Frank Vastner there on the, on the phone lines. We're giving you his hockey power play. Coming up next, more after further review. Make sure you check us out on our podcast on soundcloud and on itunes wxgt after further review on soundcloud make sure you subscribe to us 
on there and on the iTunes. It's just after further review, the picture of Frank Master and the horse's head. I said I was going to try to change that picture up for you. Uh, and go in there, and every time we upload a new uh, episode, it lets you know. So make sure you listen to us. This is 88.3 WHT. After further review, coming up next, some more commercials with some more exciting and fun here on After Further Review. We'll be back after this. 